Oh, no. 
minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Monday. Back to school, back to work we go. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Masecha Hashem 
To the best soldiers in the world.
Da 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 
Jam in the AM. Good morning and welcome to 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM, the Catskills on the web, jmintheam.org. Monday morning and boy, oh boy, <laughs> a lot of people are a little bit bleary-eyed today because of the uh, rush of activity yesterday. So many things going on on Celebrate Israel Day, including obviously the incredible parade up Fifth Avenue. A big, big thank you. And uh, lots of recognition for those who showed up yesterday, uh, families, students, everybody who, uh, who, took to the, who took to the streets to celebrate Israel. Up Fifth Avenue was a uh, wonderful day. Couldn't have asked for better weather unless you uh, might contend you could have asked for uh, 5 or 10 degrees cooler. But it was really a great day and a big yeshikach to everybody who was... Uh, the parade always has its challenges. Parade always has its uh, its boosters, its critics, everything in between. Push comes to shove, hundreds of thousands of people like to show up and support Israel. Both Jew and Gentile alike, by the way, as I noticed on the avenue. So, again, a big thank you to everybody who turned out. Yitzhak Fuchs with Anna Bekoach, Shwebel Sharf and Levine with Acha Shoalti. Isaac Honig, brand new, and Beshefa. Yaakov Shweki's incredible Mishaberach, live in Nokia. Mayor Sherman, our Monday morning theme song, Masacha Hashem, and from Regesh, Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. It is Monday, it's June 3rd, as we head back to school and back to work on this 25th of Sivan, the year 5773. Rosh Chodesh Tammuz, believe it or not, is this coming Friday night. Thunderstorms today with a high of 74, partly cloudy tonight, low 57. That's right, the temperatures are a little bit better if you like the cooler weather. Sunny tomorrow with a high of 74 degrees. Yerushalayim is at 84. We're at 70 here in Jersey City, but we're going to hover around this area as we have done ourselves, uh, or have finished, I should say, with the uh, 80s and the 90s for a while. At least that's the way it seems. Thanks for tuning in. Well, later today... The author of a brand new book entitled The Rarest Blue, The Remarkable Story of an Ancient Color Lost to History and Rediscovered. Baruch Sturman, who wrote the book with his wife, Judy Taubis Sturman, joins us live via telephone. We'll discuss the brand new book about Tcheles. And we will um, uh, do that in the 7 o'clock hour. 8 o'clock hour, I am told is being reserved, as we mentioned at the end of last week, for Ellie Gerstner and the Chevra. They have a brand new CD coming out, Ellie Gerstner and the Chevra, in our studio in the 8 o'clock hour. We'll debut the brand new CD. Should be a lot of fun. It's been a while since the Chevra has been on the map. So we'll do that coming up right here at JM and the AM. Big thank you to our friends Ronnie and Larry Birnbaum and everybody at J Drugs. Uh, they again presented our amazing uh, webcast yesterday, which so many people enjoyed on the Avenue of the Parade, 5th Avenue, New York City. Thanks, everybody around the world who was tuned in to the Parade webcast. And a big thank you to uh, Kevin Conan and our friends at Petopia, who sponsored the big falafel, falafel bowl eating contest yesterday in Manhattan. And I am told is going to join us with the results later on. Because, because who would not want to know who in our community is responsible for downing the most falafel bowls as part of that contest? So we'll do that a little later this morning here at JMA. And we're on the stream all day long with amazing music on this Monday at jmam.org. Mayor Weingarten will present the Israel Show 
as he does so well every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time. Today, in fact, in the Now and Then segment, he'll look at the bombing of the Iraqi nuclear reactor 32 years ago this week. He'll also feature lots of great new and throwback Israeli music as well. And the rumor is that Mayor Milim is going to deal with the word Miraglin. Always an interesting topic this time of, uh, this time of year. So we will, um, we will uh, hear about Miraglin, I believe, in the nine o'clock hour as Mayor presents the Israel show right after JM and the AM. This is off the Yes Legacy. It's Nochi Krohn and this is JM and the AM.
JM in the AM. Shlomo Simcha, Hine Kel, great selection off of the Fusion CD. Uncle Maishi, the exercise song. That's right, we got to bounce around off the brand new Let's Bounce CD. Get some exercise. David Gabe had Eretz Yisrael. Omek Hadover with Ein Yush, Nochi Kron, and Dollar Bill off of the Yes Legacy CD here at JM in the AM. Monday morning, thanks for heading back to school and back to work with us here at JM in the AM. Speaking of school, our friends at Mayanot welcome uh, Rabbi Yosef Mendelevich, who I saw yesterday on Fifth Avenue. He'll speak to the student body today about his experience uh, in the uh, former Soviet Union and the Soviet jury movement. He speaks at Mayanot at 10.50 this morning for those who want to stop by. And uh, his book is, of course, available. We spoke with him when it came out. It's called Unbroken Spirit. He's a pretty amazing and very inspiring figure. Kudos to Maya Note for welcoming him here at the County area this morning. J.M. in the A.M. with 70 degrees, thunderstorms, and a high of 74. Temperatures better off, uh, or actually uh, lower, I should say, than the 80s and 90s we were getting used to. So apparently Israel beat Honduras at City Field last night. 2 nothing in soccer. All right, good end to a great day of celebrating Israel. Day started with the Celebrate Israel run. We had some J.M. in the A.M. representation in that run, I must say. As shocking as that might be <laughs> to some people out there, second generation took care of that. And the parade, amazing. The concert, amazing. A lot of events. I'll tell you, the parade day is becoming a massive event day everywhere and uh, keeps everybody hopping, to say the least. want to thank everybody who had such an important role in our uh, weekend programming at jmnam.org. A big thank you to Avrami and Matis, who started things off with Saturday Night Seagull and JM Sunday. Matis did a great pre-parade show which got everybody uh, in the mood for the festivities up Fifth Avenue. Avrami actually uh, did a second pre-parade show right after that, and I thank him for that. Uh, we got on by 11 a.m. Eastern Time, I am told. And um, I want to thank Miriam L. Wallach and Mark Zamek, who served as hosts. I want to thank the entire Zamek family, who again have dedicated their Sunday and way beyond that to preparing for and then eventually uh, carrying out the show. Thank you so much. Big thank you to ZK. Big thank you to David Netkin. And a big thank you to Mayor Fertig. Mayor Fertig uh, acted as and uh, performed brilliantly in the role of uh, on-the-street reporter. At a, at a point, he was jumping on and off floats and climbing up and down barriers in order to get certain guests on the air. So thank you, Mayor Fertig, for that extra special effort, to say the least. And a big thank you to um, our staff member, Morty, who um, was with us for the entire program and has been uh, assisting us in so much of our technical and uh, computer-related aspects over the last few months. So a big thank you to him as well. So we really got a uh, a great crew of people. I'm sure I'm leaving somebody out, but hey... Isn't that typical? It is America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Around the world on the web, jmnam.org. Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial. Happy and, uh, how do you say it? Happy graduation, I guess so. Happy graduation and Mazel Tov to all the graduates out there. Uh, this time of year, it's now June 3rd. More and more graduates will be uh, receiving their degrees. The book is called The Rarest Blue. Baruch Sturman joins us in the 7 o'clock hour. 
And uh, coming up, the brand new Chevra CD with Ellie Gerstner. Big thank you to Ronnie and Larry Birnbaum and everybody at J Drugs. Make sure when you see Ronnie and Larry to thank them. They presented our parade webcast yesterday. Big thank you to Petopia. Kevin Conan is going to join us with Falafel Bowl eating contest results later on. Golly, it's Sal, Israel Army Radio. 2 p.m. newscast next to JM there. Belitzan Shashtain, Kan Shibel Karmi Mansuri, Mashakore Arshav. Yumim al Hayeha Rabanim Arashim, al Reka Parashat Neshot Hakotel. Belishotehem Shela Rabanim, Shlomo Amar, Veyona Metzger, Hitkablo Aboker Mikhtavim, Ubahem Temunat Ekdach, Vakitub, Zo Azhara Acharona. Bamikhtav, Nidrashim Arabanim, Lafsher Li Neshot Hakotel, Lit Palel, Kedarkan, Uchemin Hagan, Imloi. כך נכתב במכתב, אתם תחזרו הביתה עם מאה גופות של חרדים. בנוסף הופיעו, הופיעו במכתב נעצות על רקע דתי וכן המילים סופכם קרב. מהרבנות הראשית נמסר לכתבנו יאיר שרקי, הנושא הועבר לטיפול קצין הביטחון של משרד ראש הממשלה. זו הפעם הראשונה שהרבנים הראשיים לישראל מקבלים איומים על חייהם, ולצערנו במדינת ישראל כבר למדנו כי מילים יכולות להרוג. לא רק ערבים, גם חרדים הופרדו בסופרלנד, אמרה נציגת פארק השעשועים בדיון שהתקיים היום בוועדת החינוך של הכנסת. כתבנו יותם ברגר מוסר כי נציגת משרד המשפטים, עדי ליברוס, אמרה בדיון, נבחן את ההיבטים המשפטיים של מדיניות ההפרדה בין קבוצות המבלים בפארק. תתקיים בימים הקרובים ישיבה ברשות היועץ המשפטי לממשלה ובהשתתפותם של כל הגורמים הנוגעים בדבר ובמסגרתה ייבחנו מלוא ההיבטים המשפטיים של המקרה המסוים הזה בכתבתנו תמר ירושלמי מביאה דברים שאמר בוועדה המורה מבית הספר ביפו, חאלד שקרה. אני מנסה שנה שלמה בבית ספר הערבי איפה שאני נמצא בו, מתוך אמונה שצריך דו-קיום בין ערבים ליהודים. אני עמדתי שם מולם והנחלתי להם ערכים הכי בסיסיים שיש, הכי הומניסטיים שיש, ובסופו של דבר כשאני יוצא החוצה למציאות, אני נתקל בדבר הכי גזעני והכי קשה שיש. ראשי הרשויות המקומיות רצו לקיים מחר מפגן תמיכה בנוחי דנקנר, אבל הוא עצמו מבקש מהם להימנע מכך. יונה לייבזון. דנקנר כותב במכתב לראשי הרשויות שרצו לחזק אותו על רקע הכוונות להדחתו מראשות איי-די-בי במסיבת עיתונאים מחר בצעדה, כי הוא מתנגד. אני מודה לכם מקרב לב ומעריך מאוד את יוזמתכם בתקופה המאתגרת בה אנו נמצאים, הוא אומר, אבל ברצוני לבקש מכם לוותר על הפעילות המתוכננת למחר. הסיבה לכך היא שישנם גורמים העלולים לתת לרצון הטוב והאותנטי שלכם פרשנות צינית ולא נכונה. ארדואן קורא למפגינים בטורקיה להירגע ואומר להם, בקרוב יסתיימו המחאות. יונתן רול מעדכן. לדברי ראש ממשלת טורקיה, שנאמרו לפני נסיעתו למרוקו, ההפגנות מאורגנות בידי גורמים קיצוניים. כמו כן הדגיש ארדואן את התמיכה הרבה שלה לטענתו זוכה מפלגתו. מוקדם יותר אמר נשיא טורקיה, עבדולה גול, שהפגנות לא אלימות הן חלק מהחיים בדמוקרטיה. קרא גם הוא לרגיעה, והתחייב שהמסרים העיקריים של המחאה נרשמו. אלה החדשות שעורך עומר בן רובי. J.M. in the A.M. There it is, our news from Israel here on a Monday morning broadcast, J.M. in the A.M. Hey, tonight is the big J.E.C. dinner. We spoke about this at length when uh, 
when we were visiting Berea High School. And Rabbi Chaim Wasserman is the keynote speaker. There's going to be a very uh, interesting uh, audiovisual presentation, even beyond that from what we're told, especially in regard to the 50th anniversary of Berea at the 73rd annual JEC dinner. Happens tonight at the Venetian in Garfield, New Jersey. We look forward to joining with everybody and celebrating uh, tonight. And uh, thank you for welcoming uh, me and JM and the AM to the uh, big celebration. Seems... Uh, at least in advance, and I'm sure it will uh, will bear out to be a uh, really, really big celebration. And we look forward to it. Five minutes after 7 o'clock, J.M. and A.M. with thunderstorms and a high temperature of 74. Well, Dr. Baruch Sturman is with us live via telephone. He's a physicist who helped develop the modern techniques for dyeing techelet authentically. If you don't know what techelet is, don't panic. We're going to get to it in a second. He is co-founder of the Batil Tchelet Association, has written numerous articles on the subject, is considered a world expert on snail dyeing. He works with high-tech communications companies in the U.S. and Israel. He lives in Israel with his uh, co-author, his wife, Judy Taubus Sturman. The book, by the way, which is entitled The Rarest Blue, is a Lions Press release, L-Y-O-N-S Press release. You can go to Lion Press. Dot com for more information. Dr. Baruch Sturman, welcome to JM in the AM. Thank you. Welcome, Nachum. Thank you. What impeccable timing. I was uh, paying careful attention as I tried to do, Dr. Sturman, to our Torah reading this past Shabbat, and you'll never believe what I came across. <laughs> and if you would, if you wouldn't mind, and we'll get into the book, obviously, and there are a lot of people who are not familiar with everything that's written in our holy books. If you would, could you translate for us the words, and it could be a very simple translation, Vinatnu al tzitzit hakanaf petil techelet. Yeah, it was a, a very fortuitous uh, uh, time to come for Parshat Shlach when we read about uh, putting the techelet on the tzitzit, and that's what the Torah tells us. The goal of the tzitzit, really the fundamental uh, purpose of the tzitzit is not so much the white strings that hang down from it, but a blue thread, the trelet, which was uh, uh, made out of uh, uh, wool dyed with a specific secretion from a, from a sea snail, fabulously expensive, luxurious and beautiful, and it was known all over the ancient world as one of the most precious commodities. Uh, and so it befits the Jewish people, each and every single Jew, to wear this fabulously expensive and and magnificently beautiful color on their strings, uh, on their tzitzit, on the corner of their garment, and they would look at it, and they would remember that, uh, you know, the kind of people who wear this beautiful, beautiful uh, cloth are kings and, and uh, princes and priests, and that's exactly what the Jewish people are. Right. We are we're not just folks. and b'nei melachim, we're not kings ju- and the sons of kings. We're not just folks who wear plain white strings, as simple as that. <laughs> now, l- let me ask you, uh, is this the only biblical reference to trelet? No, the trelet is found, if I'm not mistaken, something like 75 times throughout Tanakh. Right, but in the terms... The first time in, that in, you find it in the Torah, in the Bible, is... Uh, uh, in the context of the uh, Mishkan, in the context of the uh, portable temple, and uh, specifically in the clothes of the uh, of the high priest of the Kohen Gadol, and in fact, you can hear the words that sits, 
which was one of the uh, uh, one of the things that the uh, that the Kohen Gadol, the high priest, wore a beautiful gold ornament on his forehead. The tzitz hangs from a petil techelet. So hear those words: tzitz petil techelet. They ring exactly again here in our parsha. So essentially, this discovery, and we'll talk about the book, it's called The Rarest Blue, this discovery in all your work over these decades is not simply to allow us to fulfill the mitzvah of tzitzit in the most efficient and uh, and biblical uh, charged manner possible but it, it, essentially if it, it has a role in the uh, in the uh, clothing of those who served in the Beit HaMikdash and the Mishkan then one would think we would not be ready for the next Beit HaMikdash without a proper color of tchelet Absolutely. In fact, the motivation for the people who started looking and searching for the lost Chilazon 150 years ago, the motivation was not particularly to renew the mitzvah tzitzit, but rather to figure out how we could have the clothes of the Kohen Gadol, how we could have the clothes of the high priest. And the reason for that is, without the clothes of the high priest, without the me'il, the coat, which was all t'chelet, or, or all the other t'chelet uh, uh, garments that the, uh, that the priest would wear, you can't do the service in the Beit HaMikdash. Right. If you can't do the service in the Beit HaMikdash, well then, at least according to these early Zionists, what was the point of coming back to Israel, to come back to our land, if we can't build the temple, because we can't build the temple without the clothes, and we can't have the clothes without the tzelet. So that was the motivation of these earlier uh, uh, people who were seeking out the the, uh, the elusive snail source. And I, I, would, I would assume that people from institutions like Atarat Kohanim and Machona Mikdash are very familiar with your work. Very much, and we work very closely with them. Yes, absolutely. Dr. Baruch Sturman, S-T-E-R-M-A-N, with us live via telephone, author of the book, The Rarest Blue. Now, I hate to cut to the chase, but there are a couple of things I'm sure people are very curious about. Number one, is there a simple way to explain why 150 years ago there were no positive results in this area, and it took until now, essentially, obviously I'm talking about you know recent times, uh, to accomplish what you've accomplished? There was one fundamental piece of knowledge that was that was uh, uh, that was not understood up until about 30 years ago. So, over the last 1300 years, Tchelet was lost in the seventh century. So, for 1300 years, people didn't know anything at all about Tchelet, what the snail source was, or 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 where it could be found, or how it could be processed. Over the last 100, 150 years, people started gleaning the ideas, but the problem was always that one particular snail was the main candidate, but it produced a purple dye, and not a blue dye. And Rav Herzog, for example, the first chief rabbi of Israel, wrote a doctorate on the topic, and he comes to the conclusion in his doctorate exactly 100 years ago, this snail is really the one, I really believe that this is the right snail, but it gives me a purple dye as opposed to a blue dye, and... His fundamental belief was against, by the way, all of science and historical, uh, uh, you know, the historians and the archaeologists on the one side. They said, listen, if this is the snail, the snail produces purple, so Tchelet must have been purple. Reversag didn't accept that. He said, no, our tradition is that Tchelet is sky blue, and he was never able to come to any kind of a, of, of a conclusion based on that. Mm-hmm. Thirty years ago, completely by accident, a professor at the Shankar College of Fibers accidentally discovered, mainly because of the terrible smell that's involved in dyeing, 
and and being forced to do all of his work outside in the parking lot, he was he came to the uh, uh, to the discovery that during a certain part of the dying process, if the solution is exposed to sunlight, you can actually get a beautiful, luxurious blue sky blue color out of the snail secretion. And if you don't have that sunlight, then you get the purple. And this is probably the difference between argaman, which we believe is purple, and tchelet, which is sky blue. I'm that discovery is the basis of uh, of how we're able to now wear tchelet. I'm sure so many people, and not to question your credentials, I know you and your team are remarkable and very well-learned, etc. But I'm sure people are curious about rabbis accompanying you through this process. Were there rabbinic leaders who took an interest in what you were doing and felt you were on the right path? Absolutely, absolutely. From the beginning, of course, all of this started with Rabbi Tevger, Rabbi Eliyahu Tevger, who's a wonderful rabbi in uh, in Kiryat uh, Sefer, uh, and he was uh, the one who started all of this. We joined in, and we, by the way, as a bunch of New Jersey boys, uh, <laughs> myself, uh, Joel Guberman, and Ari Greenspan, I'm sure people uh, oh, recognize yes. those names. No question. Uh, <laughs> and we uh, we joined in with him. Uh, but rabbinic authorities from the beginning, I think the first was probably Rabbi Rappaport, Rabbi Riskin, uh, Rabbi was an early, early supporter of Tchelet. But now people from all, all, all over the place, you have, uh, you have, uh, people like, uh, like for example, uh, Rabbi Belsky from Farzad Das, and, uh, and, uh, Rav Karp, who, uh, who's the, uh, the, the head rabbi in, uh, Modi'in Elite, who's a, a Talmud Muslim of Rav Yashiv, uh, and I can go on and name uh, right. quite quite a number of rabbis who are, there, uh, there are excited. Man, there are many, to say the least. The book is called The Rarest Blue, The Remarkable Story of an Ancient Color Lost to History and Rediscovered. So is, the, um, is, the, is one of the great miracles since the trelet has been discovered, since the dye has uh, you know, been accepted to be the dye, uh, that our Bible and uh, uh, essentially our God, you know, wants us to wear on seat seat. Has the, has has one of the miracles been finding a large volume of these snails? Was that one of the problems that these snails seem to be very rare and unattainable? No, it's not so much that they're unattainable, and we have uh, we we have uh, fishermen that help us all over the Mediterranean, including uh, along the Adriatic coast of uh, Croatia. They're there. You can find them. They're under the they're under the ocean, so it was probably something that uh, was very difficult to uh, to think about or obtain in, the, in ancient times, and that's why they were so expensive. But Nachum, if you ask me, the real miracle is the snail. And if you want to look at God's works, you look at this unbelievable chemistry factory, and uh, you know some of that that we've got go into in the book and we've researched for the book is just the magnificent. Uh, uh, intricacies of this snail and its biology, and why does it produce this dye altogether? You know, what does this little snail that's running along, uh, you know, the bottom of the ocean eating up uh, debris, uh, why is that uh, the source of this most, most beautiful color that, uh, that was so desirable in ancient times and still today inspires uh, inspires all kinds of spiritual thinking when you just look at this gorgeous color. How has it has this experience then enhanced your own faith? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And it, I think that what you uh, what you find when you look at any topic, and Tchelet is certainly uh, in this category. 
when you look at any topic, any topic in the Torah, any topic in the Bible, and 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 and, and truthfully, any topic in God's beautiful world of of nature, and you start digging deeply, you realize how you can just dig and dig and dig and never get to the bottom of the secrets, right. both in terms of the of the Torah connections and in terms of the scientific connections. It really is just an amazing adventure. What What is the name of the specific snail that you sought and eventually found? The snail is called the Murex trunculus, and it's from a, uh, it's a specific species within the Murex family. And do others and, do other yeah. snails also have glands that produce dyes? All of the Murex, all of the spe- all of the uh, family of Murex, where there are about a thousand uh, uh, subspecies within them, uh, they all have this gland, and they all produce something similar to this dye. Some are more red, some are more purple. In the Mediterranean, there are three. Uh, uh, specific species, two of them produce a red-purple dye, and the Murex trunculus produces this bluish-purple dye, which already gets us halfway to Tchelet. All we need is a little bit more sunlight, and then we can get to the beautiful sky blue that we believe is the color. So has your project even, in, has, has it gone to the degree that it's enhanced the Israeli economy, because these are available off the coast of Israel? <laughs> you know, it's funny, because in Israel, uh, they're actually protected species, uh, and, and we can't, uh, yeah, we can't, uh, we can't fish them in Israel. There's also no, uh, no industry for, for fishing them because nobody eats them in right. Israel, thank God. Good point. Uh, but in Croatia and in Greece and in, and in Spain and in the different places that we get the snails from, uh, that's, you know, the fishermen know what they're looking for. We have a whole uh, network of over 50 to 100 fishermen who bait the traps and put them down into the water, lower them into the water. A few days later, they, they, they bring their traps up with uh, tens and dozens of, uh, of, of snails attached to them, break them open, extract the glands, and we help them uh, uh, do all of the processing of the work, and then we bring that back to Israel. So, so we... So- we uh, but absolutely, I think it it helps the economy. So all more the, than the economy, you know, that the flag of Israel is based on the tchelet and the white of the talit, of the, of, of the tzitzit. And how often do we forget that? We have to change the song. Kachol v'lavan has to be changed, right? <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. We, have, we, we should point that out, and everybody of all ages should be familiar with that, about the influence of tchelet on the Israeli flag of today. The, um, uh, the, uh, the price of tzitzit with tchelet is, admittedly so, right, a little bit more expensive than your average pair of tzitzit, correct? Well, it's more expensive than the average pair of tzitzit, but it's less expensive than it once was, because tchelet used to be worth 20 times its weight in gold. So I can say at least that the price has come down since then. <laughs> since that era. And and is, is it essentially a subsidized project? Is there a not-for-profit association that is... In fact, uh, you know, partners, so to speak, in the whole Tchelet effort? Our organization is a non-for-profit organization, and uh, what we've been uh, trying to do as best as possible is to keep the prices down. But the truth is, Tchelet was meant to be tied to every single Jew's tzitzit. And when that happens, the more Jews that wear it, the lower the price will be able to become because, uh, of course, as we start to move into very large mass marketing right. and, uh, uh, and, uh, and 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 producing and then obtaining these snails in a very large uh, large amounts, then that'll help drive the cost down. So the poorest of Jews in ancient times were wearing tchelet. Yeah, well, that was exactly the point. You know, 
Tzachayvedim was actually restricted by the Roman authority. There was uh, there were laws by Theodosius, by Justinian, that anyone who was caught owning any of the purple or blues that came from these shellfish was punishable. It was, it was tantamount to treason and punishable by death. Hmm. So in the Roman culture, it became very exclusive. Only the emperor, the most high, the most exalted, the highest of the uh, of society, was able to wear this. But the Jewish people took exactly the opposite approach. Instead of being exclusive, they was inclusive. Right. Every Jew, every single Jew, was commanded to wear this little bit of royalty on their on on their clothes. This little bit of the temple. And that's the idea that every Jew is a Kohen, every Jew is a priest in the service of God, which is what we were reminded of. Why do you think why do you think in traditions that are not uh, Jewish traditions it has basically faded away, excuse the pun. Why has <laughs> it why has it why is there no history when it comes to ritual and other religions? Right. Over, um, you know, starting uh, in uh, about 2,000 years ago, uh, plant-based indigo started reaching the area of the Mediterranean. And uh, originally it came from the Far East in India. That's where its name comes from. Uh, And indigo uh, had its rise over over 1,000, 2,000 years. And at one point it was called the king of dyes. It was much, much cheaper. And, uh, you know, wars became, uh, wars were fought over the indigo trade. Uh, so it has its own fascinating history. But pretty much as soon as indigo reached, uh, reached the area of, uh, uh, of, of the Western world, uh, then, uh, the need for blue from Tchelet became less, uh, less pronounced. Of course, to the Jewish people, right. only, only Tchelet that came from the specific sea snail, the right. So essentially, was right, so essentially the concept continued, the, just the color changed to drop, basically. Absolutely, <laughs> yes. Uh, Baruch Sturman with us live via telephone. The book is called The Rarest Blue, The Remarkable Story of an Ancient Color Lost to History and Rediscovered. Now I'm a bit confused, and sometimes when I read I do get confused. Because you tell in your in your prologue, as you do the introduction to the book, and you tell the story about being uh, outside of Israel, was it was it Greece or I think it was Greece, right? Yeah. Where you were, where you were searching Arab Shabbat for this certain snail, yet you referred to emailing your friends, etc., etc. And it seems to me, I thought that when you first discovered all of this, it was decades ago before email even existed. So am I am I missing something on the timeline here? No, I think not. We're talking about 1991 is when things started. And don't forget that I'm actually uh, involved in high tech. So, right. Uh, good point. I've uh, <laughs> yeah, we've been able to use at least to a certain extent. Uh, uh, all of us bring to the table certain talents, and uh, so, you know, using so, technology so, so has that been dis- something that we've been able to do. So that discovery that you talk about in your prologue was the first time that any human being uh, in 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 thousands of years, well, you can't say thousands, but certainly hundreds of years, came across the actual source of Trela. That is the story of its first discovery for our times. Now, the first discovery of the snails was done, by, as I mentioned, by this Rabbi Eliyahu Tevger, right. who went to, you know, went to the beach with his broken bucket and uh, collected snails, and through trial and error uh, uh, was able finally to make one set of tzitzit. This was probably in the, uh, we're talking about uh, 1988 or 89. Our story comes just a few, uh, just a little bit right after that, when Rabbi Tevger, who was quite happy to make one set of trelet, and that was the end of it, uh, met a bunch of uh, crazy people ourselves, uh, Joel and, and Ari and I, who decided that this is not a one-string 
event in the history of the world. This is something that has to be brought to the entire world. And then we were forced to, 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 to deal with the issue of how are we going to find snails? How are we going to find so many snails that we can start to actually produce strings, 5, 10, 20 at a time, uh, and uh, and that's where where we came to a loss. Where are we going to find these snails? We can't get them in Israel, you know, because they're we can't uh, they're protected. We can't get them out. Where are we going to start to do them? And this this Greece trip uh, was uh, uh, was actually uh, instigated by uh, someone sitting in Ari's dental chair. <laughs> Uh, and Ari, of course, you know, had a, a captive uh, audience there and started telling him about all this uh, interesting things that he'd been learning about these snails. And uh, the guy with his mouth full tried to motion to Ari that he actually had seen a snail like this in Greece. And that's how, uh, how it came about that we, uh, that we went searching to Greece to find these snails. Unbelievable. And uh, I assume it was a difficult process to bring them with you to Israel is 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 I, I guess today the process is all done on the up and up and uh, with all the clearances necessary. Absolutely. Well, well, you know, we are an, uh, an absolutely above board uh, amuta an organization. We uh, we're not uh, we're not uh, uh, looking to do anything in any illegal way, and we uh, we just believe that this is a, a phenomenal mitzvah, and we want to do it in every possible way, in in the best possible way. So that people can uh, can keep the mitzvah without any kind of uh, of hesitation or fear. Baruch Sturman, the book is called The Rarest Blue. Do you have any estimate how many people now on this earth wear tchelet on their tzitzit? Yeah, you know we produce over a thousand a month, and this has been going on for a number of years already. Our guess is anywhere uh, from two hundred thousand to three hundred thousand people wear. Our trailer, which is the trailer that comes from the Murex snail, there are still also quite a number of people who wear Radzin trailer. Radzin Rebbe felt a uh, hundred years ago, a little more, that he had found a certain type of cuttlefish that, that produces a trailer. Most uh, uh, scientists and rabbis didn't accept it, but there's still a number of people today who still follow the Radzin. And scientific evidence today, again, would point more to yours than others? I think that you could pretty safely say that the problems today that people have with wearing chilat have very little to do with whether or not it is the real chilazon. I think that is absolutely accepted today. The problems would come from another area. There are quite a number of people who feel that tradition right. is what is, uh, is, is, what, is uh, what determines in Jewish law. Tradition, right. and we have a tradition for the last uh, more than a thousand years of wearing white strings. And, right. uh, and then it becomes a very fascinating question. What is more important, tradition or authenticity? Yeah, this, and it's often an issue between the older generation and the younger generation. Often, often, but you know what? Uh, you'd be surprised. The, the lines are divided uh, not along the usual places where you would imagine. It's not just a, an age breakdown, you're saying? Correct, correct. Um, and again, uh, the people that you mentioned in this conversation, if you saw their tzitzit, they are wearing your trelet. Absolutely, and absolutely. And uh, and again, I think that it's not something that's so strange anymore. You know, uh, you can walk into a shul, right. you can walk into a, a school, there are people in Lakewood and Mir uh, that are wearing the trelet. You walk into a shul and you'll usually find one, two, three here and there who are wearing it. And, uh, you know, it really is just uh, just an amazing thing to look around and think that less than 
10, 20 years ago, this was absolutely lost and not one person in the world wore it. And now here you have thousands and hundreds of thousands of, 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 of Jews from all walks of life and every corner of the globe that are wearing it. Unbelievable. Um, is there, in addition to the book, and maybe in fact there's a, a web address where the book is available as well, is there a web address people can go to and, and see about ordering Tchelet and learning more about possibly incorporating it into their religious life? Absolutely. The, uh, our site is called techelet.com, uh, T-E-K-H. We spell the chaf as a K-H. T-E-K-H-E-L-E-T. There we have thousands of articles, videos, all kinds of shurim, both for and against our techelet. We try to, uh, the goal of what we're trying to do is really to inc- increase the awareness and get people to understand what what the options are. We're not trying to uh, to push any specific agenda in terms of of uh, you know what people do or don't do, but but, but certainly there's quite a bit to uh, to learn about this topic. And, uh, and of course, to order the strings if you decide that that's what, uh, what you want to do. All right, so they should just go to the website. They can get all the information and uh, see how this remarkable story has had an influence on what uh, on the number you claim is around a quarter of a million people at this point. I would say. Yep, yep. The Rarest Blue, Baruch Sturman with Judy Taubes Sturman, the remarkable story of an ancient color lost to history and rediscovered. It is a Lions Press release, L-Y-O-N-S. Uh, you can check it out. It is a uh, a brand new book, which, by the way, uh, features a lot of blue. Is this an accurate blue, uh, Doctor Sturman, or is this just a uh, a a, uh, a book blue? <laughs> you know, it's, it, it is such a beautiful color, and you know we have such gorgeous pictures in there. I hope that they're accurate in terms of the Pantone colors, uh, but uh, it, it's a it's it's a fun book to read. I hope everybody will enjoy it. It's available on Amazon, if uh, and and also at uh, at some local farm stores if if people are are interested. By the way, have you become a great scuba diver? through this experience or not? It was the scuba diving that led me to this experience. I had a, a gym class that I had to take when I was in Colombia, and of all things, I decided to take scuba diving. <laughs> and it was that scuba diving course that I had no idea would change my life that was, the, was what gave us the ability to get involved in this in the first place. Life is funny, huh? <laughs> and, and and maybe a word, because I'm sure you'd appreciate this, that when one expands their horizons, you never know how it's going to enhance their own and hundreds of thousands of other religious lives out there. You know, the Radziner Rebbe once said, you know, he was famous, of course, for his finding of his trailer, and he devoted his life to it. He said that the trailer is found just at the corner of the garment, hanging off into the unknown. The garment represents you, and inside, you know, in the middle, that's where your comfort zone is. Right. But true spirituality and growth happens just at the fringe when you when you go beyond what you thought you were capable of and beyond what you're comfortable with. That's where growth occurs. And that's that, where the trailer is found. And that fringe is now colored the rarest blue. At least Thank one. You. At least one of the fringes is right. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, have you recovered from everybody else around the world discovering your secret of email? You recovered from that experience, right? <laughs> you know, it's true. Email, you know, we're in contact all over. The email is really an amazing thing. We have this, you know, network of correspondence. Everyone from, uh, uh, you know, from people in Alberta to uh, to Adelaide, uh, Australia, who are involved in uh, in helping us in the research and questions that come in from from everywhere in the world. 
so really, the world being a closer place is uh, is a good thing. And by the way, hundred percent. And one last thing, by the way, you mentioned uh, Joel Guberman. This was uh, his efforts in this to to move forward was in memory of his brother. We should remember him during this conversation. Right, right, right. He uh, that was the um, uh, that was again. All of these things happened in such strange ways. When his brother was uh, was killed, uh, he decided to take on Joel. Decided to take on something in his memory and. And he uh, started to research. He felt that he wanted to do that as uh, as something that would memorialize his brother. And he and uh, and he went to Merkaz Arab to the to the uh, to the library there and went to the librarian and said, "You have anything interesting to tell me or to to show me to read about Sitzit?" He said, "Hey, you know what? It's so funny that you came in here today. That rabbi over there in the corner is also researching that the topic of Sitzit, wow. and that's how Joel met Rabbi Tevger." And uh, from there, the story took took off. I look forward to having you in the studio one day. Maybe we'll do one of these uh, Ustream audio-visual presentations during JM and the AM and get people to actually see what's going on in addition to hearing about it. Excellent. Love to do that. Baruch Sturman, thank you so much for joining us. The book is called The Rarest Blue, The Remarkable Story of an Ancient Color Lost to History and Rediscovered. It seems that it's available everywhere, Judaica stores, Amazon, and obviously on the uh, Tchelet website. Check it out, folks, and enjoy. It is a fascinating work and an unbelievable decades-long story. 7.33, Monday morning. It's JM in the AM, and Rabbi David Goldwasser is set. His words, Zechonishmasar of Zev, Yosef Alevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. We're going to be beginning today a new series on the positive power of speech. It says in Mishlei, Shomer Pivula Shainoi, one who guards his mouth and lips, Shomer Mitzaros Nafshoi, guards himself from Tsaros. Although the Torah says that the punishment for speaking Lashon Hara is Tsaras, we don't find today that people that say Lashon Hara are punished with tzaras, with leprosy. They are punished with poverty instead, which is like tzaras. In his younger years, the Chassam Soifer was the student of Rav Nosan Adler, a very righteous and great Talmud Chacham, who never forgot anything that he learned. Some of Rav Adler's actions, however, were misunderstood by some people who were ignorant of Jewish law. For instance, being a Kohen, he would duchen every day, which is usually done only on Yom Tov, outside of Eretz Yisrael. Some of the ignorant townspeople consider him peculiar. They try to drive him out of the town by building up a strong opposition against him. Not a man who could tolerate strife, and especially if he was the cause of it, Rav Nosan Adler left the city, even though he was completely innocent. He returned to his hometown, where everyone knew him and respected him. The Chassam Seifer, a loyal student, followed him. Years passed, and Rav Adler passed away. The Chassam Seifer became a renowned Rav and Torah leader. His home became the address for all the needy, and the Chassam Seifer would help them in an efficient manner. Once, 
he spent an unusually long time with one of the petitioners. The man was so amazed at the special treatment that he asked Chassam Soifer why he spent so much time with him, more than most other people. The Chassam Soifer first gave him a donation and a letter so that he could do better in his collections. And then he told him, I remember when you lived in the city of Boskowitz during the time that my Rebbe, Rav Nosson Adler, lived there. You and others spoke against him and finally caused him to leave that town. I once asked him how he who devoted his life to Torah could suffer so much and that those who disgraced him are not punished for their terrible deeds. He answered that one day they would all knock at my door for they would all become victims of poverty. Rav Nosson Adler was well versed in the Zohar and he knew the punishment it designates to those who speak Lashon Hara. Many years have passed. My Rebbe's prediction came true. I kept track of the people who persecuted him. They all became poor. Everyone except you. I was often bothered by that. However, today when you came, I marveled at how great Rabbi Adler had indeed accurately foreseen exactly what would happen. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day.
Cats with Nigo Nishama. <laughs> Unbelievable. Want to thank everybody who made yesterday's parade webcast such an amazing success. We'll start with uh, Avrami, who did a great Saturday Night Seagull and some pre parade programming on Sunday leading up to the big event. Want to thank Matis Weingast for a brilliant pre parade JM Sunday and his all, all his help throughout the webcast. And of course, those on the spot, including uh, Miriam L. Wallach and Mark Zamek, who are hosting. And uh, uh, Morty and David and ZK and uh, the entire Zomic family who dedicated yesterday and many days before that to the webcast. And I'm sure other people as well that I'm forgetting. Thank you to all of them. Big thank you to our friends at J Drugs, Larry and Ronnie Birnbaum, who again presented our webcast and were seen on Fifth Avenue having the greatest Celebrate Israel Day. So I thank them so much and everybody who uh, visits J Drugs should mention that to them. Have they celebrate Israel better than anybody? It was just a great day, so I thank everybody for participating. It was a uh, a wonderful day on Fifth Avenue. A, uh, a special thank you to uh, Baruch Sturman who joined us on the subject of Tchelas and the brand new book. Listeners seem to have enjoyed it very, very much. A special hello to our friends at Mayanot who are welcoming Rabbi Yosef Mendelevich to school today. Uh, he's got the book, of course, Unbroken Spirit. It is an amazing work. So Maya note, um, Kolakavod, enjoy Rabbi Mendelevich's visit. I'm sure it'll be extremely inspiring. I want to give a special good morning to those who are heading to the RCCS Golf and Tennis Tournament uh, happening out in uh, the Cold Spring Country Club. Enjoy. It's always a fun event and a great event. So yesterday we met, and one of the uh, one of the folks who helped us uh, with the webcast, of course, is uh, Petopia, which uh, we've spoken about on this uh, radio program many times before since they opened up in Midtown. I think they have more than one location. We'll find out in a moment. 
And um, everybody out there Okay, there we go. Everybody out there who was uh, familiar with what happened on Fifth Avenue yesterday knows that Petopia sponsored a uh, falafel bowl eating contest. That's how it was. Uh, that's how it was promoted. And uh, Kevin Conan, the proprietor at uh, Petopia, promised us results of that falafel bowl eating contest because, after all, don't we all want to know? Who gets credit for downing the most falafel balls? Kevin Conan, welcome back to JM and the AM. Thank you. Good morning, Nachum. Am I right? There's more than one Petopia or not? Right now, there's only one Petopia. Oh, I didn't realize that. Okay. Then there are rumors out there that you guys might be expanding very soon. Possibly. <laughs> there you go. All right, where is it? Tell us about the location. We're on the corner of 37th Street and Broadway. It's right off of Broadway on 37th Street. Are you meeting a lot of people from our community who are enjoying lunchtime there? We are meeting a lot of people from our community and from the community in general who are enjoying lunchtime. What time do you stay open till? We open till 11 o'clock every night. That's pretty late, but after all, it is Midtown Manhattan. I'm sure it it's is a- Midtown, and it's right next to Times Square, so there are people on the street till late hours. And you've done some unique things. I know your packaging is unique to, to this industry, correct? Correct. Yeah, we try to make it as mainstream as possible. Yeah, no question about that. And you're doing a great job at it. So yesterday, we're all celebrating Israel, and you yourself. Uh, fig- figured out a way to work your way into this whole celebration. In addition to being part of our webcast, you created a falafel ball eating contest. Sounds like uh, sounds like a good idea. Was it a good idea? It was a very good idea. We got a great <laughs> response, and we had a lot of people show up. Very nice. All right, is there a declared winner, and did they walk away with the golden falafel ball? We had uh, Jamie McDonald was the winner. Is that a woman? Now you're putting me on the spot. I'm in Israel. I'm in Israel now, and I. <laughs> so all you were. Gi- I haven't seen the pictures yet. All you were given was the name of the person who won it. I was just given the three names, and they told me the pictures would be up today. All right, very good. Who are the other two people who get credit for participating and uh, coming in? They come. Well, I, I assume this is what second and third place. Second and third place. Uh, second place was Rebecca Mintz. That oh. I'm going to assume is a woman. Oh my and- gosh. And Pedro Romas. Now, how do you explain that at least one or maybe more? Females done so well in this contest. Now, of course, everyone's going to yell at me. Oh, women, women can do anything as easily as. But you have to admit, Kevin, if you had to, if you had to guess beforehand, you probably would have thought that would be all men in the top three, right? That's what I would have thought. But <laughs> I'm not sure if they just took it easy and they didn't focus, <laughs> and now, or if uh, maybe there's some women who practice. And now I'm going to get yelled at by everybody. Exactly. It's all part of. By the way, all of this, these these food eating contests, is all about training. So I guess anybody of any gender could train well and and obviously do well, as we know from your results yesterday. Any clue how many the winner ate, or you weren't given that information? Uh, 20. The first three to finish, 20 falafel balls. 20 falafel balls. Unbelievable. Well, that's how it works, folks. Petopia asks you to eat falafel balls. The first three to hit 20 are declared the winners. And did they get special gifts? Are they going to be showered with with falafel-themed gifts from your establishment? The iPad Mini was the grand prize. Holy cow. That's more than just a falafel sandwich. That's just more than a falafel sandwich. <laughs> Second and third prize were $200 and $100. Very nice. At the store. I, oh, you mean for cash? In, no, no, no. In Petopia money. In Petopia money. Very good. All right. How do people get information about the place? Uh, Petopia 
USA on Facebook or 212-792-6765. Always a pleasure to speak with you. Thanks for always... Thank you, Nachum. Have a great day. Thank you for your help. I appreciate that. Thanks for teaming up with us to make life uh, even more fun for folks uh, in our audience and, of course, for those who were a part of yesterday's Celebrate Israel festivity. So that's how it worked. If you're one of the first three people to eat 20 falafel bowls, you're a declared winner. And some good prizes, I must say. Thank you, Pitopia, and, uh, and thank you for being part of our webcast yesterday. And they are at 37th and Broadway in Manhattan if you want to check it out. Thunderstorms today with a high temperature of 74, partly cloudy later with a low 57. Sunshine tomorrow, high 74 degrees. We're at 70 right now. Ellie Gerstner has promised us brand new Hevra music. That'll be coming up if you keep it right here at JM in the AM.
J.M. and the A.M. That comes from Shalshelis Jr., volume number two. Wanted to mention as well, as I did earlier this morning, but in the last break I forgot, wanted to mention uh, Mayor Fertig, who did an amazing job yesterday at the parade during our webcast. He was um, <laughs> jumping on and off floats and uh, over and under barriers just to get certain people on our program <laughs> And I thank him. It was. Uh, I hope he has a little bit of rest today because he may need a little bit of a break to recover from that very, very physical reporting that he did yesterday on the parade route. And I thank him. I want to remind everybody that Mayor Weingarten presents the Israel Show right after us, 9 a.m. Eastern Time, here on the stream at jmtheam.org. As soon as jmtheam ends this morning, Mayor Weingarten does the Israel Show. He'll do the Now and Then segment looking back at the bombing of the Iraqi nuclear reactor 32 years ago this week. Also feature a whole bunch of great brand new and throwback Israeli music. And I'm told that Meir Milim this morning will deal with the word Miraglim. How appropriate. Uh, we will uh, have all of that between 9 and 10 this morning, Eastern Time on the Stream, jmnam.org, The Israel Show with Mayor Weingarten. Yet another amazing, very popular show on what we call the Nahum Siegel Network. Well, guess who's visiting us here this morning? We haven't seen him, I believe, since before Pesach. He promised us some great brand new projects during 2013, and he has, in fact, kept to his word. Ellie Gerstner joins us on a Monday morning, and he's brought along with him a whole chevra of people. Wow. You like that, huh? That early in the morning. Ellie, well, for some. Ellie, <laughs> Ellie Gerstner, welcome back to JM in the AM. Hey, how you doing? Good morning. Uh, Baruch Hashem, everything here is great, and uh, the Hevra originated how long ago? The very first Hevra group was uh, how many the years ago? The first back? album was released November 01. Wow, and here we stand 12 years later. That's right. Ready with a fresh new Hevra, some great voices, and I would bet some great compositions. Am I right or wrong? <laughs> <laughs> uh, this one we decided not to put out good songs. You're, you're not doing the great compositions this Right, time. not this one. This, this album we said... That may wait for the next volume. Yeah. Right. Didn't like these guys too much. How unfortunate for these guys yeah. that they would get involved at this, this point during the Kevra timeline. Yeah. Anyway, all kidding aside, from what we hear, there are some amazing selections on it. And we say congratulations to you from all of us here at JM. In the AM. So we spoke a little bit about this last time when you were here before Pesach. And were they on stage Pesach or not? Did you? Yes, they were. They were on stage. Yep. How'd that go? It went great. I mean, listen, I you know they all had their own families cheering them on. <laughs> That's that an was, advantage. Huh? That was nice. Um, <laughs> no, they were they were very well received, and uh, we we've had them on a couple other shows just to get them, you know, sort of like you know, sort of warmed up, more warmed up, comfortable, yeah. right? Just to get to this show and this Queens College show, it was just uh, it rocked really, really, really. One selection, or they did more that night. They did a couple. They did a couple. Yeah, as well. they did a couple. And uh, just remind us, because I, I again, I don't remember what we did or didn't speak about in March. How did you find these four individuals who sit to your right? Well, this is what we're going to say. We're going to. This is how we do it. Yeah. How do we you do know? it? We do this like you know. We had auditions. In general, we do auditions. What? That's a shock. I know. It's like uh, people don't. Is that realize. a strange musical procedure? Most people walk <laughs> on the street, they find somebody and scout them. Right. Well, in this YouTube generation, that may be correct. In my yeah. case, we did auditions. Um, but uh, as the years went on, this new group was. Uh, kept kept switching members. We kept uh, guys right. got married. Guys had the audacity right. to have triplets to I alter their is, to alter their lives. Right. Yes, with a I bunch of friends. Our group decided to have triplets. <laughs> out. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>
All right. That's why I never made it into the cover. I signed two of his triplets, <laughs> two boys. Good idea. Um, and uh, we had to finally, you know, constantly find replacements, and we kept working on this album. And then these songs that were reproduced a few times since we started. It's been a few years, and right. cover always has to be fresh and up to date. And you know, and the second somebody tries to do something that's fresh, we want to make sure that it's that much fresher. And I and I, I constantly say this, and I, I I always say this over here is that fresh doesn't mean Let's make it more guyish, non-Jewish, uh, or contemporary, uh, contem- jazzy, or I don't know what yeah. words everybody uses. When I use the word fresh, it means fresh. It means right. that you listen to Jewish music for the first time, and it's, and you listen to it, and you're like, this is different. I've never heard this before in Jewish music. You know, so we actually, who's the oldest? The oldest member of this group is how old? Do we know? Do we know how old the oldest member of these 21. four? Twenty-one. Is the oldest? You're serious? Is anybody <laughs> here over twenty-one? Yes. How old are you? The oldest member of the group is 23. Oldest member. Holy cow. That makes me feel old. Okay, how about this? The youngest member is 15. Is that true? 16? 16 years old? Uh, that's a scratch all this. Yeah, we'll no, it's fine. Like back. You have a five-second delay. It's, it's not a mistake that in any way is going to alter the way people think of the group. It starts at 16 years old until <laughs> right. 23. And I mean, this album's been in production so many years. I mean, Some people might ask, is it possible, Ellie Gerstner, because we know you've worked with a lot of very talented people and gotten some great products from them, some great results from them, is it possible that people of this age can be the seasoned professionals that you demand to put out a CD like this. Well, let's tell you a little secret. Yeah. These 15, 16, 17-year-olds, the two youngest ones, were YBC soloists. Right. So we like, you know... They've done this They've before. done it. They're seasoned professionals. Right. They're, they, you know, they've had all the, all the experience in the studio. You know, they've, they've, done, they've done it all. They've toured. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial. Around the world on the web at jmtheam.org. Alright, can we go around and speak to these gentlemen definitely, for a minute? Definitely. Before? Then we'll play what? The first song off the CD? Yes. Which, by the way, for those of you wondering, is called Chai. That's correct. Is that the single? Is that what everyone's freaking out over these That's days? the one. This is the one. I don't know, that, that's if something the one. identifies the Chevra of 2013, it's Chai. It's Chai. That is the one. That's correct. <laughs> I love how you play Man, along. Man, you're just like... I, I love how you play along. The way you just get it all. I like, just love how you play along. <laughs> all right, anyway, uh, who's the first person immediately to your right, Ellie? This is... Nati. Nati? Yes. Good morning to you, sir. Good morning. What is, you? May I ask you your last name, or is that a state secret? <laughs> Chabura. Nati, nice to meet you, and you are from where? Toronto. Toronto, Canada? Toronto, Canada. That must be difficult to get together for all these events. First, What time did Ellie wake you up this morning to get in here? First audition. Toronto not happening. Exactly. No, no. I'm going to Yeshiva in Farakaway. Uh-huh. Oh, so he's okay. now local. He's a local boy. So Nati's local and he joins us here. Is he one of your soloists or is he... Uh... Well, four of them are solo. Oh, no, no, no meaning not YBC. He was, he was no. not one of those YBC. He's not one of the YBC. He's he a newcomer. He auditioned and, right. and blew us all away. Right. He got Gerstner's blessing without having been the there blessing. as a youth. Exactly. Who's next? What is your name? Move that microphone over. Azriel Zilberberg. Azriel? Yes. And you were one of those soloists. I was. Welcome back to the world of Jewish music. He was on the last YBC album. <laughs> Holy cow. So he's one of these guys that never took a break between, never took a break. So between his real youth, right. right, with that very youthful voice, until today, never needed to... And Israel had, like, the most youthful voice. Right. So he, he, never had, he never had to take any type of time <laughs> off. Never. He never had to not sing for a year any of that shtick. I'm sure he should have, but no, we didn't. Where are you from, Israel? I'm from the Five Towns. Five Towns. There you go. A lot of great voices out there, wouldn't you oh, say? Oh, yes. No question oh, yes. about it. Who is Next of our special Chevra guest, this is... Ellie Malach Sperling. Ellie Malach, how are you? I'm great. Where are you from? Flatbush. 
Flatbush, I've heard of that. Flatbush, Brooklyn. <laughs> yes, there is. That's geographically. Are you waiting for somebody? Because nobody's from Manhattan here, man. <laughs> no, sorry, no. dude. <laughs> I wasn't waiting for that. I'm, no. t- I'm waiting for something really exotic. But Toronto may make it. You know, <laughs> okay. Toronto, that may be good enough for us. How about let's talk about ancestors. <laughs> like, talk about your parents. Where your parents are from. Like, that'll be cool. <laughs> yeah. We can't play Jewish geography through the entire morning. We'll never get to the music. Right, okay. And finally, this is who do we have over there tweeting out to his friends about his visit to Jam in the Eli Shalom. Eli? Yes. Eli, where are you from? I'm Israeli. I was born in Israel. <laughs> what city were you born in? Uh, Tel Aviv. In Tel Aviv he was born. Where do you live now? In Great Neck. Great Neck, New York. There you go. All right, we have a nice diverse crowd in the brand new Chevra with Ellie Gerstner here at JM the AM. The very first selection on the brand new CD is entitled Chai. This has been uh, out there for what, a couple of days? Yeah, we uh, hit the stores Friday morning. And some, that's it. Some guys might have gotten it while they're putting it on the shelves Thursday night, but Friday morning came out. Yesterday was the first real sales, and it's been an unbelievable response. Thank Already God. there's a buzz about this uh, CD. A crazy buzz. Absolutely Why does this buzz, buzz seem to follow you around? It's the honey. Every t- every time <laughs> you you release something, there seems to be a I don't know something enveloping Somehow you. It coincides with me doing an interview. Is that what it is? Time. I'll take all the credit it's you all want. You Nachum. But even before you walked in this morning, you were already you're saying that people spent yesterday talking about this. Yeah, it's it's been amazing, absolutely amazing. It's the phone calls that keep coming in, the emails and everything, and we really uh, there's something about this album, about these guys, about everything. Just the whole. The whole sandwich. You know, just, just worked. Really worked, Baruch Hashem. Yeah. All right. Do you want to hear the chemistry of the brand new Chevra? Here they are. The song is entitled Chai. It's a brand new CD. Ellie Gerstner and the Chevra in our studio on a Monday morning at JM in the AM.
There you go. Chai is the name of the selection. It opens up the brand new Hevra CD here at JM and the M. Some of your members expressed an interest in actually speaking up this morning. I think they wanted to sing something. Oh, is that what they want to do? Are we are we doing that by the way? Are we, we going could. To, we're going to ask them to sing? If you get us, you know, on the spot at the right moment. The right moment. Yeah. I'm already halfway through the So this coffee. is because there's some uh, members of groups who show up here in the morning and really are hesitant to do that to even talk on the air. Forget about sing. Right. But here these guys seem Come to be Come on, you make us feel so comfortable. Well, they seem to be and at home. Like what do you anything special you guys want to talk about <laughs> or uh, anything you want to mention about the CD about making the CD? Was this an arduous test and it take many many months? It was so One second. Was Eli, what does arduous mean? Was this a very difficult project? Was this something that two years? Two years? Was it well, two years? For, for some. It wasn't some. just months. I mean, it was two years. well, for me, it was close to six years. Yeah, that I understand. Yeah. But for, for Nati, it was two years, yeah. yeah. This summer will be two years. Already. So for you, this is like a big celebration. Yeah. You can't yeah. believe that you're looking at this. Yeah. That's that you correct. actually see the CD in hand. Yeah. It's five months for me, so. <laughs> yeah. So he's Sperling just made it happen. The oldest one is the rookie, huh? Right, he's the rookie. Well, he's actually, I mean, uh, we, we met, uh, I knew Elimelech for years already. He's been our one of our YBC chaperones. For uh, and ends up singing. Well, go for it. Why do you think I, you know, <laughs> I work my way slowly? <laughs> but that's very good. Yeah, we you wonder to, if it's worth taking an internship w- like that. It worked out there very you well. Go. For him. It worked out excellent for him. And but absolutely, <laughs> a- actually, we we wanted him from day one. We we begged him and his agents. So you knew he had a great voice. The whole thing. You yeah, from we, the very beginning. Yeah, it's it's. I don't know about his voice, but his personality is great. Right. <laughs> and that helps on stage. <laughs> yeah, that's great. That's one of the factors you look for. Put it this way: we we, we pushed him because of his personality, only to then realize that he actually has a good voice. Right, so it worked out well for him. So that works out. Yes. Very nice. Now, will the Hevra, as it's now constituted, be doing live performances? Because over the years, you've led certain groups that have been active out there on the concert scene and others that have been very reserved right. when it comes to this area. What will they be? There was one mistake that I that throughout the years, I mean, I'm realizing now how it works. You know, basically, keep them young. Right. You know, as long as fresh. First of all, they stay excited, right. <laughs> and second is that you know, second, you know, ma- marriage and children and business and responsibilities. Obviously, that comes second fiddle to, right. you know, to real life. Well, obviously, right. <laughs> well, not for me. <laughs> so it didn't work out that way, huh? So it depends on the group, and that's why you know, um, certain groups that they all had day jobs, and right. I couldn't just pick up and go for four days, you know, somewhere or or, or to do something or rehearsals and stuff like that. So. It, we, that's what we're trying to do, and that's why we keep getting new guys and young and young fresh. Understood. Uh, so with artists. this specific group, does it look like you could actually book them and yeah, take so them on the road? Yeah, taking dates, and, uh, and and it looks like I mean, people are really interested. Well, we're, now it's June. I would guess that a group like now. this. Yeah, we're getting calls for after the summer. I'm right. ready. Obviously, Sukkis, we got it booked up already, and uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a busy year next year. There's would, no question about would it. Would they have a busy August? Would they be in demand in camps we're and camps and other places? In the next couple of days. That's what I'm wondering. hundred percent. After Shabbos Nachamu. With the Hevra, as it's well, now. Nachum, I mean, you know, you got your connection. Uh, well, yeah, you never know. know. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa, what's going on here? As it's, na- as it's now formed, would they, in fact, have a busy summer? Or not? 100%. You I, think so? I hope in the next, now that the album's out, I'm going to wait a week. And we'll get it all booked up. There are a whole variety of ways, including Facebook and Twitter, to be up on what uh, the Hevra is doing. I will give you their web address. That's a great place to start. And if you want to book anything, they can do it through there as well. Thehevra.com. Very simple. No H's anyway. Well, there is an H, but you know what I mean. That's in the, not in Hevra. Thehevra. Uh, C-H. Oh, there's an H in Hevra also. I meant the H, No H at the end. I there's meant. no three H's. Only two Thank H's. You. Thank you. <laughs> Finally, I stumbled upon the accurate information. Thehevra.com. T-H-E-C-H-E-V-R-A. 
A. Dot com for information. Ellie Gerstner, where do we go next in this debut of the brand new Chevra here well, at JM and the AM? Well, I think I think we should go. I think the next song would be I'm a Jew. Because what are we going to do? We're going to try to balance this out. We don't want to play the whole CD. No, I don't but we would like song. But we would like to get to two to four songs right throughout right. the morning. So which one did you say? We'll, we'll give them a taste. I'm a Jew. Where do I find I'm it? I'm a Jew. The lyrics by the uh, one and only Country Yassi. <laughs> And he's the bomb, as they say, and he literally is. Am I allowed to say that on radio without getting... I don't know. I don't know what you, I'm not quite sure about what you could say, but I'm just curious what this is going to sound like. Uh, he is amazing. I mean, he always has fascinating lyrics. Unbelievable lyrics. So I, I this wrote is this the first time he wrote for you? No, no, I wrote the song. Oh, you wrote the song? Yeah, I wrote the song. The lyrics was by him. Right. And... Uh, it was just right up his alley. I, I I I sat with him and I said, "Listen, this is what we we want. This is what we want to try to get. This is what I'm trying to get around." I'm a Jew. Idea is that it's, it was a it was a lot of the tune was a lot of fun. The, the arrangement I had in my head, I knew it would be a lot of fun. What I wanted it, you know, what I wanted. To, but the lyrics, how do we describe that? He already did a song called. Um, Cause I'm a Jew, right. and I'll do I that do. too. I, I slug a Paris, and, right. Right. and it was, I, I wear sneakers of the holiest day. Right, here. exactly. So <laughs> all that. Stuff. Right, so it was hysterical. So I don't want to go that route. You didn't want the jokes. I don't want the jokes. Right. I want it to be light, right. but then have a serious theme, and that's what he did. So he kept the chorus light, and um, after obviously edit and edit and edit. We have this, and it's amazing, and we love him. Country Us, he wrote the lyrics. Ellie Gerstner writes the song, and of course, it's sung by the brand new Chevra. The brand new CD is out. Check it out, folks. The Chevra Chai, with songs composed and directed by Ellie Gerstner. They're all in our studio this morning at JM in the AM. Constant giving We feel our blessed Just like we're being young The beat of life is a hectic scramble Going crazy I don't know what to do Turn your family around the Shabbos table Singing to your eyes It's great to be a Jew So come and see
I'm a Jew. That's right. I've been like that for decades. Uh, Ellie Gerstner's Chevra, brand new here at JM in the AM. I am so. I am so curious. What did Country Essie say when he heard the final product of I'm a Jew? I, you know what? I think he put it on Facebook. He wrote something like, you know, we this don't disappoint. He, this is not what he had in mind, right? <laughs> He's like, okay, Elliot, he says I'm a daddy, come home. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ballad, something nice. Um, no, nah, man, we're, we're going to, the cover's going to produce the next Country Yussie album. I think he loves this type of stuff. Well, I'll tell you, it was... Uh, but, he, but he's so underrated. People don't, I, I mean, I hope oh, I don't people think he's realize the talent that he has. I he's, mentioned this last time. Did you ever see the uh, YouTube video of uh, him sitting in that chair? It has thousands of hits. It, oh, was yeah? a, it was a great conversation. The man's amazing. Yeah, the guy's amazing, and uh, he writes... Unbelievably, and how, how fast! Like, if I write, like, a, I send him an email, and I'll be like, I'm not sure if I like those two right, lines. And right or, away, and like, yeah. boom, email right back. You know, were you guys surprised at the tone or tempo of this selection? Just out of curiosity. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when we first, a couple of them are shaking their heads, <laughs> and others are going, "Yeah." We were very surprised. What do you think? Well, the truth is, when Ellie sends us the songs, the demos to learn the song, you know, he does. Little, Keyboard, little, you know, right. disco on the keyboard. Doesn't sound then, like that. No, not at all. And then we hear the final product, and I'm like, whoa. Surprising to us. Yeah. It's yeah also, when we're recording, it's very satisfying. It's full music. What is it? When we record, it's not with the full music, so we never yeah. have that full taste. We're constantly, song. constantly changing the song, especially with these, the, the electronic songs. They, they, the, the style comes in, you know, comes over, I mean, I, I mean, you remember, whatever one. I mean, whatever. Meanwhile, you got, you know. Yeah. We, we have to go through examples. All the biggest Rabbanim singing this, th- those style songs today. You know, that's yeshivish. You know, whatever one has, regesh. Things have changed a bit. Yeah, things have changed. So it's all least. about keeping it fresh and unique and different. And that's what we're trying to do here. The Chevra's here. Nati, Ezreal, Eli Melech, and uh, Eli. Eli. I wrote E-L-I. Didn't know if E-L-I. it was Eli. E-L-I. Uh, they're all four here in our studios. The brand new CD has been released. Everybody out there can go to thechevra.com for information about the brand new group, uh, a group that Ellie Gerstner hopes to have together for a while. A lot of youth, a lot of potential, etc. Et a lot of youth and potential. As they say. Uh, Monday morning broadcast, JM and the AM, CD available everywhere as of Friday. So you can check it out and enjoy. Are you doing your own arranging? Everything on his is your arranging? Yeah, so we, we, I collaborated with a couple of people. Uh, most most of the songs are just myself, me, me myself, and I. But we have um, but we have uh, Anchai, for instance. Um, we produced it four times, different arrangers every time. Uh, again, just keeping it fresh, trying to keep it as fresh as possible. Yeah, this latest, it four times. literally from top to bottom. Why? Because Chai had to be the freshest sounding thing. Meaning ever. you didn't like the first three? I loved it, and then, and then you had to it's move been on done already. So let's do it again, and then let's do it again. A different twist. And all the time, every time we did it, it was a different twist, different idea. And this last time, I ran after. I found this guy. His name is Itai Kaldron from Israel. He's like one of the biggest DJs in Europe. Um, 
somebody um, this, this, this uh, guy um, described that came to yeah, my sure. studio to record something right. and I heard something that he collaborated with him on and I was like I love this guy I gotta get a hold of him he's like good luck it's not gonna happen this guy's huge tracked him down literally begged him to do the track and um, after working with him you know we do every session's Skype you know online through the night and always his hours you know he comes back from and it took a couple of months we got the track out and I love it I wish he could have done more so this product of the first song on the CD high is his arrangement yeah so yeah so this DJ is basically so again a collaboration but he mm. comes up with, with these crazy ideas interesting uh, then another guy then for like I'm a Jew and um and Adailam, which we already put a music video out for with She Voice Choir and Benny Freeman. Um, and what else? Amika Kamocha was done by this guy, Shai Barak. And Shai Barak is the guy that I've collaborated with before yeah, you've on Ashray and on other songs. Also, right. an amazing, uh, he has a great band in Israel and a uh, great, great, uh, uh, it comes to origin, you know, original thinking and original ideas and sounds. Hey, Azriel, is. Uh, is uh, say it again? What's up? What's up? <laughs> Good question. Uh, is this a lot different than Yeshiva Boys Choir? If someone said to you, hey... Yeah, definitely. I mean, You would say so? Yeah, I mean, that was like a group, like a huge group, and, you know, you were just part of a big choir, and now it's like... Yeah, but know. I mean the sound. Would you say that uh, the Hevra yes, of today... Definitely. You would say it is different. Yeah, I, this is much cooler. That's like, <laughs> that's, more? you know... That's cooler as more Yeshiva, she means. No, I understand that, but that's yeah, interesting. More, <laughs> way more Yeshiva. Because <laughs> to a lot of people, you they might say, you know, that same... Style yeah. that you use with Yeshiva Boys might be just, you know... Somehow I find that when kids sing a song, we get away with, quote-unquote, more. Like, I, I remember doing something, mm. like, with a lot of, like, we did a song, Malayim Ziv, on YBC2, uh, about eight years ago, and it was I had, like, 15 tracks of Avi Singolda playing distortion guitar on the song. And I remember saying to myself, okay, this is crazy. If I release this as a solo or... In a group, they'll say it's too rocky, it's right. too heavy, and then it became like a wedding thing. Like, <laughs> the kids just sing it, and it just right. makes the whole thing sound nice and pretty. That's so, funny. So, I get to do a lot of that stuff, which I really enjoy, you know, working with all these different types of, again, sounds and ideas, right. and I usually can't do it, and I could do it with the choir. With the Chevra, we did it on a few songs and um, I can't wait to hear what people have to say I mean the, so far the response has been amazing they did not perform with Yeshiva Boys in Queens correct or they did they, were they, they, they the, did yeah well, they were on the they same were on stage with two songs yeah there's one song together on the album yeah the Adolam song Adolam. so Adolam was full collaboration with again YBC and Benny Freeman and they did a music video together that's how I, I basically that's how we introduced this Seven, group right. um, and that's really what we saw that the that the vibe was great because right after that video came out we were getting more yeah, about the these guys right. you know than, and they had a small part of the group do you consider altering the name of the group adding a 2013 or calling it you know the next stage of the Chavani because there is turnover over the years well, we, we, had, we had a choice you, you know I, I, when, when we Actually, this is a big, sh- a big shout out in the car's type to Dovin Nachman, who was one of the original, right. the, the original, the original soloist of the group. Obviously, the main singer, and and he's been carrying it along for Hever One, Two, and Three, and through Hever Acapella and all right. the live albums, and uh, also co-writer of a few of my songs. Especially on this album, we have a song together with Yerushalayim. He guest stars on it. Amazing. Anyway, so Dovin Nachman, we, we had a choice on this one. We said, okay, either we're gonna let the crowd grow with us. So it means the Hever will be a little older, but mm-hmm. then our crowd's a little bit, a little older, and we'll just 
continue on with the age group that follows us. And then I said, we have to make a young, fresh group. I'll do this regardless, but we'll call it you yeah, know, a different name. Jewish Young Fresh group, right. you know, and that's yeah. it. You know? Young Chavra. <laughs> the Young Chavra, right, exactly. Yeah. And that's it. And, that, and that's what we'll be. And David said, you know, and which is correct, is that Chavra has a name already out there. The name is Young, Fresh, you know, Youthful Energy. That's what it means, right? It is what it is. And I, even when we did the ad, I kept saying, okay, what are we going to write on the thing? You know, uh, you know what we like, right. harmony, blah, blah, blah. I had all these different taglines. And Zeiger, Shlomi Zeiger, the, 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 the artist, so he, he sat there and he's like, Ellie, I got a great one. He just like, he types up a little line, says on the ad, it just says dot, dot, dot. The name says it all. Mm-hmm. It's a great line. Right. And it's like, okay, you know what? That's what it is. People that don't know Chevra, you're probably not going to like the CD. <laughs> so if you like the Chevra... And there are a lot of folks who do. Exactly. So that's that's the way it is. And and, and it definitely trans- translates on, on the CD. Ellie Gerstner and the Chevra all in our studio here at JM and the AM. Where are we heading to in the uh, debut of this brand new CD? You know what? Let's do... Let's do uh, Nachbasa, um, and um, and then we'll and then we'll uh, maybe do something live for you. Oh, you're teasing the audience, and they may get a live performance from the Chevra this morning. Maybe you never know, huh? I would guess the full orchestra is uh, on its way in. Am I right? On its way. That's it. The full strength. This one has a full strength session. Tell full me everything. Tell me about this song. Obviously so, written by you. This song's written by me. This the 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 verse and the chorus is from Eicha. And uh, it was written uh, uh, 13 years ago. I, I wrote. I, I think I wrote it the same month as I wrote the first Shmakalenu with Davin Nachman That's a on Chevra One. That's a good song. Yeah, and on the same piano, at my parents' house. And uh, I always loved the song. I always felt it needed something else to the song to put it out. And once we had this basic group together, um, I, I added the third part, which I think really just sealed it in the Nana part. And um, once that came in, and the arrangement came in, and as we have here. The rest, as they say, is history. It's brand new. We call it the Chevra Chai. This song is Nachbisa, and this is JM in the AM. Hey 
a.m. Nachmissas from the brand new Chevra CD. The Chevra Chai is the brand new EG production. It's Ellie Gerstner, of course. A uh, Sameach music release, am I yes, correct? Yes, it is. Sameach music. Morning, Benny. Big, 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 big thank you to uh, Benny Talenfeld and Hill Hirsch for not only doing an amazing job, but uh, also bearing with me. <laughs> because Why? When this was album was uh, four years ago. <laughs> like, literally four years ago. And then. And people think you're joking. Many, many, many you're deadlines since then. Yes. That we came and went and just Baruch Hashem, things got busy and things just happened. Um, and they just literally just one been... De- wait, okay, one, Ellie, one, one second, one second, one second. Not, not to stoke the fire over at Sameach Music. What deadline are you missing now? Like, what what did they expect in 2013? YBC6. Seriously? YBC6 was supposed to be out now. Uh, when did I say? Yeah. Oh, June. I think of- right after, no, right after the summer. It's supposed to be out... The second after the and that will not happen. No, we we, we might be oh. a couple months late on that one. Oh, so but then again, happen. I'm saying that now. Well, Hanukkah is thank- <laughs> Thanksgiving weekend. Will it come out by it's then? It's really early. Everything's right. early. But see? will it come out by then? You think? Yes, I'm interested. Yeah, it so, should be in the, the stores. Is, I was supposed to have YBC out after the summer, and then YBC Live, the next YBC Live right. for Hanukkah. Right. The DVD has to be out in time for Hanukkah. Correct. That for sure will not happen. Um, but we hope to have the YBC album out. So it would not be crazy. That YBC is out by Hanukkah, yeah, and that Live is out by Pesach. That would not be correct. Yeah, yeah, or maybe pushing that off to maybe right. to the next Hanukkah if they really want Hanukkah, right. you know. But um, right, because next Hanukkah is a late season. Yeah, this year, this year, this DVD no, this that year. we're recording now also, yeah. Sukkot is like two weeks after. Yeah, Hanukkah Pesach. will be ninety-three degrees outside. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's crazy. In fact, it's so early. I had a, I heard a rumor that Sukkot is after Hanukkah. Oh really? That, that's how early. Oh, it is. that's a good rumor to spread. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so your group and uh, if I have their names correct. Correct. They are Nati, Azriel, Elimelech, and Eli. That's this correct. group of young men who now make the uh, brand new Chevra uh, actually have a piece prepared for us this morning. That's correct. Uh, what are they doing? It was prepared in the car as we were just uh-huh. driving in. I said, you know something? Very effective rehearsal. I think to show that we're not just about, you know... Was the back seat dominating the middle row, or it didn't work that way? The front row was dominating. <laughs> <laughs> front row was dominating everywhere else. Um, that's good, yeah. But the no, advantage. In all, in all reality, it, um, it it came out great, and we just we picked this a little piece, and actually, we, it's, it's a nachbasa, this nana part. Okay. And, um, yeah, guys. Ready? Yeah, let's do something. A brand new Chevra here at JM in the AM. Go a little lower They're on key this morning. Yeah. They are on key this morning. Nice job, gentlemen. Uh, that's right, a live musical piece from the Chevra here at JM in the AM. Those who uh, walk in here and come up with excuses about performing in the morning, 
<laughs> Hever's not on your side. That's they're, they're right. They're able to belt it out without any These guys are partying all night. Exactly. Oh, that's the advantage. These youngsters. You don't go to sleep. That makes it easier <laughs> to sing in the morning. Right. JM in the AM, the brand new Hevra Chai. And you can get information if you go to thechevra.com. Ellie Gerstner has released this brand new one as of the end of last week. They're on Facebook. They're on Twitter. All the information you need is all over the web. And, of course, the best place to start is thechevra.com. We've done a few selections already from the uh, brand new CD. If we, I don't know if we'll get to everything. Obviously, we won't get to everything. There is a song that features you. It's called Peace. Mm-hmm. There is a song, as you mentioned, that features David Nachman from the original Chevra. That's called Will Yerushalayim. Right. There is a song that features Yaakov Mordechai Gerstner. As a teenager. Right. And whose voice is different, as, as strong as ever, though? I mean, Unbelievable. Nice Unbelievable. job. Unbelievable. We absolutely love his voice. And the odd olam that has already made its mark out there, yeah. that's the one done with Benny Friedman and the Yeshiva Boys Choir. We should also mention that the Kitov selection features Yitzhi Waldman. Which is our soloist now, Yeshiva, one of our, one of our main soloists in Yeshiva He's Boys the Choir. new young well, superstar? Yes, yeah, so not to take away from any of the other right. superstars, but he's, uh, he's definitely uh, up there. And He was in the Queens College concert. It was a very tough song to sing. It was a very, very big range. So we had to pick a kid that can really hit those, you know, the real the low notes and the real high notes. Mm. And, uh, yeah, well, maybe we'll try to get to that song also. I mean, it's, uh, it's something that obviously is very, it's, it's the most heartsick, you know, so to right. speak. You know, definitely one with the biggest story. All right, were you guys nervous on stage in Queens, or has that stage ended where you're not, uh, where you're not, you know, some people would say if you weren't nervous, they'd be nervous. Right, Ellie? <laughs> if you're not nervous, I'd be nervous. That's right. So h- how would you describe that, that live experience there, Nati? I think the fact that, we finally got like the four guys. We knew Ali Malik was in. Right. That's it. You that know, was we weren't a- sure the whole time about everybody else. So the first time that we sang together, together as a, a group, knowing even in rehearsals, just, right? Even rehearsals, we just gelled. Like it was the first time we knew that. All well, four that's of a good point. This is our team, team, and we're going forward then. Right? Because yeah, so we all, we kept having like it was definitely shaky. I mean, listen, even once you're in the group. It was like, okay, are they going to get along? Right. Are they going right. to, you know, the are they going to sound great together? You know, I, I can only guess when we're when we're in the audition process. Um, well, you have two Svartam and two Ashkenazim, so we weren't sure how that would work. <laughs> <laughs> it works out great. Has, oh, so no <laughs> conflict in that, huh? No conflict. Well, you know, I started talking a little bit like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like that's worked out well, and that uh, has yeah, not I been a factor. It sure did, yeah. and it happens to be that um, it, it was something that, for the first time, at all the Hever albums, we always try to put a Sparty song on the album. And, uh, you know, it goes over as well as Ashkenazim could sing Spartish songs, you know. In this case, maybe an Ashkenazi wrote the song, (laughs) but um, I had two legit Sparty sing the song. That's right. We had the real deal, and they were actually featured more on this song, obviously. We have a song, Mikal Kamocha. Um, And it's a song, maybe we should actually play it. It's actually a song that, that... that I was nervous. I mean, I was definitely nervous about how it would be received, and I, 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 the way the way I'm hearing it now, and the the amount of phone calls, the amount of emails about the song, you know, go figure. You know that 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 the B side, as they say, is <laughs> picking up like pretty quickly. So, That's Mikael um, Kamocha. Mikael Kamocha, yeah. Can I ask you a question? Do you ever hesitate to um, write, not specifically write a song, but but uh, allow it to progress? When other songs with these same words have become very popular, uh, you haven't done a lot, and we know there are three million done right. But there are others. I'll give you an example. Maybe it's a bad example, but there's some well-known hamalachs out there. Would that prevent you from writing your own hamalach? Well, considering that I have one of them, you have one of them. <laughs> yeah. 
no, no, no. That, that, when I said it's a bad example, it's a really bad no, example. No, no, but no, but that's no, you know what? It was a perfect point because oh. it, it all went, all this thought went into that. You know, I can imagine. Like we said, you know, the, the, there is an Amalach, and obviously it's, it's the biggest thing ever. You know, Ab right. you know, you can't, you can't get, you can't get past Correct. that. Correct. But there's something It'll about always familiar. Be compared to that. There's always something about having familiar words, especially Shiva boys choir specifically. Adon Olam, Hamalach, all those type of words. Kids have to be familiar with the words in order to sing along. Sometimes I confuse them. Like I, 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 I've got mm-hmm. Shemay Melach, and I said, okay, you know, the high part will be ooh, ooh it'll be great. But Shemay Shemach, I hear the kids like oh, uh, Shemay Shemach, Machi Amalech, Makadish Baruch They can't, they can't get the words right. out of their mouth. So then I did ah ah ah, Ashrei Yishrei. Can't be easier, you know. So I mean, it, it's it's so yeah. There are famous Adon alums. But then we did something. And we right. said, okay, this is a fresh thing for the kids. You know what's funny, by the way? You released this Ashrei song. And you realize how few Ashrei songs there are. You would think right. that it being such a centerpiece of our tefillah, there would be more Ashrei selections and right. more sentences in Ashrei used for songs. Right. And as many as there are, they're not as many as you would think. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, I'm not sure of any Ashrei, Yoshrei, Vesecha. Oh, no. the words Ashrei? I'm telling you. I don't think there I is. don't think so either. All right, Mikhail Kamocha, correct? Yeah, go for it. Um... No, no featured singer. Well, the I mean, Chevra, it's, right? It's, it's the Chevra, but it's definitely stronger featuring um, Eli and Nati, the two Sephardim in the group. Okay, um, they have most of the solos on, on on the song, but of course, everybody else lends a hand. Here we go, folks. Mikel Kamocha, it's brand new. The Chevra from the CD entitled Chai, just released. They're in our studio at JMA. <laughs> Mi 
have the brand new Chevra from the CD entitled Chai with Mikhail Kamocha here at JM and the AM. Quarter before 9 o'clock. Good morning. JM and the AM. Want to just wish a Mazel Tov to the Israel National Flag football team who won the big European Big Bowl Championship this weekend. They did, they beat 48 other teams. They went 8-0 and in the tournament. And I thank listener David who let us know about that. Uh, we always love highlighting the sports, especially as they relate to Israel. So mazal tov to the flag football team from all of us here at JM. And the AM Mayor Weingarten and the Israel Show, speaking of Israel, coming up between 9 and 10 this morning right after us on the stream at jmtheam.org. He will feature an amazing analysis of uh, what happened 32 years ago this week in terms of the uh, Israel bombing the Iraqi nuclear reactor. And he will um, uh, spend some time with Meir Milim on the word Meraglim from this, uh, this past week's Parsha. And, of course, he'll go through some brand new and some nostalgic music as well. Mayor Weingarten and the Israel Show happens every single Monday, 9 a.m. Eastern Time, right after us on the stream at jmandtheam.org. Ellie Gerstner will be listening on our JM and the AM app and or on the brand new Nahum Siegel Network app in your car. Uh, as you head out of here back to uh, New York City. That is correct. You'd enjoy the show, by the way. I, first of all, you listen, would like it. i got to tell you, th- this whole network of Nachum Siegel situation over here. You like it, huh? I approve. For that alone, we should get you a shirt. I approve. <laughs> we should get you a network shirt. Network just shirt. <laughs> just I that. approve. Unless you said it just to get a shirt. <laughs> no, listen, I, I, I debuted. I usually debut Guy on your program. I debuted on the Nachum Siegel Network on Yassi's White Show. That's right. So, I mean, you know. I set you off the air. He has an uncanny ability to put together an amazing brand new music show and uh, that happens every single Wednesday at noontime and uh, we're just one of the things that we are proud of in this whole expanded effort. Yeah, and it just should keep growing and growing and okay. you know and as uh I thank you for that. I said so, so you're gonna be on for twenty four hours a day, is that correct? Yeah, until we get to that point. Right. You're until just gonna sit there we get to, right, that I by the mic correct. at twenty four for twenty four hours a day. We'll be setting records for longest shows uh, on a regular basis. That's excellent. Yes. Uh, maybe you want to come in and sub for me during one of those uh, slots. Sure. Is that yeah. the three AM slot? How's that how's that? Yeah, that might be available. Okay, great. And it's not far into so you're usually up working at that I'm time. I'm saying it's perfect timing for me. It is great timing. Yeah, this morning we've had the opportunity to meet uh, Nati and Azriel and Ali Melech and Eli. They are the four members of what is now known as the Chevra uh, in the year 2013. Uh, with their youth and exuberance and enthusiasm, it looks like they'll be together for quite a while. Mit Hashem, at least, at least a few weeks. It was, <laughs> it was a project that was six years in the making. 
for the last four years, Sameach Music has been waiting patiently for the project, as we discovered this morning, and finally it is here. It is in the stores, and Ellie Gerstner is ready to actually book the Chevra, uh, whether it's your summer camp, whether it's your uh, Simcha, whether it's an out-of-town or local concert. You are ready to let these guys go. And they're ready. they got the whole choreography, harmonies, rehearsals. Oh, they do choreography. Sure. D- listen, you want, one of the good things, one of the milestones of uh, a young group Man. is that they can handle dancing and singing at the same time. Because trust me. It. Not easy, huh? Not easy. Do you ever uh, try the well, dance? You know, they they say that I'm very poised. On, so there's a reason for Did that. They say that. As I get older, I just stand there. <laughs> you don't move. You don't move. <laughs> it's all about being get for the poise. That, that's what's called that. Yeah, poise, poise, uh, poise equals not moving an inch on stage. Right. So um, no, these guys are great on stage, and uh, really all the hours and hours of rehearsals and, and and the amount of time they spend just you know to perfect what they're doing now. Gr- you know, unbelievable. You know, I don't think the Hever gave any shout outs this morning, and knowing their uh, all right, let's do that. Knowing shout their, outs. Knowing their you and involvement in the Jewish world, I would bet that they're in a circle of family and friends that are tuned to jam the AM every single minute of every single morning, I would think. Especially in Toronto. I mean, don't you have people Toronto. that you know that, True, yes. that are likely listening right now? Actually, number one, I know someone that's been listening to your show, I think, for like 20 years already. You see My that? My friend's father, and they were very upset at me when I gave them the CD yesterday, and they saw their names weren't in the back. Oh, boy. So, shout out to my two good friends, the Nagelberg twins. There you go. And to my family in Toronto. I hope they're tuned in. And Yeshiva, of course. Shari Yashiv. That's what about the, the uh, what about the boat shul? Did I get a uh, did I get a shout out the boat shul? The boat shul definitely they definitely minion whenever you need. What about what need. about Bathurst Avenue? Did I get a Bathurst shout-out? Avenue? Did I get a shout out? Nah. Yeah, shout out. Is that where you're retiring, <laughs> Nachum? Toronto? I'm not retiring there, but I do I do know when you need a shacharis, you head right over to the boat That's shul. Right. You know, the boat shul. you know why they call it the boat shul? I think they used to sell some correct. Boats they used to sell boats at that building. And eventually became a show. Yeah, and it became a mini fact. It's amazing what you could learn from listening to JM Day Valley. You see that? <laughs> I, I knew that. I guess I must have known that because of you. And next time you're in Toronto, you make sure to check out that minion. All right, so thank you, Nati. I appreciate you uh, playing along with this little game of shout-outs. Azriel is here, and uh, who would you like to say hi to today? Um, I want to shout-out to my family and my brothers, Danielle and Shilo, my sister, Khani, and um, my brother-in-law, Menachem. And um, Matis Goldsmith, who's listening in Israel right now. Boy, oh boy. And, um, yes. I was right when I said that your group... Come on, Mom. Is very... Newman. Mom. I said my... You said your mother? my parents, yeah. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Come on, Ellie. She's the, by the, the best, by the way. She's the best. She's yes. the best. All right. Yes, devoted. Yes, and Yossi Newman. Big, big shout out to Yossi Newman, who, Newman, who yeah. recorded the vocals... Uh, at least in the pre-vocals, and then we recorded them over. But Yas Yassi did a great job on teaching them the vocals. <laughs> that we recorded them over. <laughs> um, no, but so thank you, Yasi Newman, and thank you, Gersha Varoba, also, that, that also nice. uh, started with them um, with recording in the beginning. All in the right, beginning until, until my OCD, you know... Kicked in? Kicked in, and... Ali <laughs> Melech, you have uh, some people on your list, just like your compatriots had? Sure, uh, my family, of course, first. Um, for being behind me, and you know they weren't so sure right away I should do it, and then that. But eventually, now they're very happy that it I did. It was one of those na 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 discussions. Yeah, huh? yeah. yeah. And that's, how, that, that's the story behind Nana. Yeah, <laughs> we're familiar with that. Um, <laughs> give a shout out to a very close friend of mine, Yankee Samet, right. who, uh, when I first joined the Chevra, he guided me to a vocal teacher, um, Yehuda Wangarten from Bar Park, and nice. since then, you know, Baruch Hashem, my voice, you know, I got yeah, a little he did, better. He did, he did an amazing job with that. Very nice. And, uh, to all the Chevra fans out there, we hope you enjoy our music and, uh, keep on listening. And Hello. Eli. What about Camp Rayum? You don't give Camp hey, Rayum? Camp Rayum gets Camp a big Ray. shout out. Come um, on, man. <laughs> Rabbi Rosner. Rabbi Rosner, Rabbi Bash, and the whole head staff, and all the kids, and all the 
Well, the staff there are amazing camp, and if you don't have a, <laughs> a place for camp, you should definitely uh, they're mis- look they're into they're that. They're missing Sperling, the, the, the favorite staff member this summer. If you uh, mention uh, Ray, I have to say hi to Zevi Lamb, who I hope is listening this morning. Zevi. Remember Zevi from the old days? Sure. Uh, and finally, Eli. I'd like to shout out my parents, first of all, Ima Ve'Ava, and of course everyone in Israel. You know, that's listening. My whole family's in Israel. They better be tuned in. My brother and sister, my baby brother and sister, who know the words to the songs better than me. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> and, of course, my friends and everyone that supports me. Hey, the Chevra, thank you for being here today. Thank you for having us. A big, uh, a big round of applause for the Chevra. You did a good job this morning, and you I appreciate too. it. You did a great job. <laughs> Ellie, as usual, Mazel Tov. It's a, another uh, stellar CD. Uh, we will actually wrap up with the title track, give me right. people a real taste again. Of what Chai is all about. TheChevra.com, best way to get in touch with you. Definitely. Anything else people need to know? No, that, I mean, that's it. They'll have all the contact information, and eventually it'll be, right now it's under construction, but it'll have all the pictures and videos and links and all the good stuff we're working on now. Uh, congratulations, Ellie Gerstner. Thank you, Have a Freilich and Zimmer, as they say. Yes, you too. Enjoy it. Yes, thank you. Uh, Ellie Gerstner, he'll be, I'm sure, with all his groups and soloists and everybody else uh, everywhere this summer, as he always is. <laughs> well, wedding season's happening now, wedding so it's uh, extremely full, busy, Baruch Hashem. Is in full swing, so there's plenty to do. Chai is the title track. The CD is entitled The Chevra Chai, and this is JM in the AM.
There it is, brand new, the Chevra here at JM and the AM. Boy, oh boy. <laughs> Thanks, Ellie Gerstner and the Chevra for joining us. Uh, so um, a big thank you to everybody who had a role in yesterday's uh, webcast on Fifth Avenue as the Celebrate Israel Parade took place. It was really an amazing, amazing show. Miriam L. Wallach and Mark Zomik, they get the credit for hosting the program. It was a uh, really an incredible an amazing day. Thank you to Mayor Fertig for his amazing reporting. Uh, thank you to uh, our friends at J Drugs, Ronnie and Larry Birnbaum, and our friends at Petopia. <sighs> thank you to um, the entire Zomic family, Mark, Rochelle, and their entire family who spent not only yesterday but days before preparing for the show. Much appreciated. And a big thank you, of course, to ZK and to David Netkin and to Avrami and Matis and everybody who had a role in Parade Sunday, much appreciated. Have a uh, have a great time listening to Mayor Weingarten coming up next on the stream. He has an amazing Israel show planned with great history, great uh, Mayor Milim segment, and of course, great music between nine and ten right after JM and the AM. Don't miss it. Achenu Israel and Achenu Achem, our brothers and sisters in Israel. We are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Round the world on the web, jmtheam.org. Oh, and of course, our friends in Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial. Well, have a fabulous Monday. Israel show is next. Amazing music all day long on the stream at jmtheam.org. Tomorrow we're back. We start. At 6 a.m., make sure to join us. Make it a great school and work week ahead. Until tomorrow, Nachum Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.